1: My 7 Chakras, Episode 75.
2: The only real valuable thing is intuition.
0: The 7 Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chocolates help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 chocolates, And now, your host, Aditya
1: Jai Kumar. Kumar. What's going on, action takers? AJ here, your host, a.k.a. Chief Action Enabler at my7chakras. And I'm so grateful that you are tuned in today. I value your time. And that's why I try to ensure that all the information, the advice and insights shared during each episode really empowers you to take action and to grow. Now, before we begin today's episode, I have one small request from you. I mentioned earlier that this show is all about you, right? So my question to you is, is there a burning question you have about health and wellness? Is there a particular topic that you'd like to know more about? Is there a practice like Reiki or yoga or meditation that you really want to learn? If you have any question like that, share it with me because I will use that question to get you exactly the information that you want and you need. How do you post your questions? It's really simple. Join our Facebook group by going to my 7 That's our website, my 7 slash T-R-I-B-E, tribe. In fact, if you can do it right now, because, you know, it's all about taking action, right? You can always rejoin this episode after that. Go to my7chakras.com slash T-R-I-B-E ibe click join and then go, join the forum and post your burning question on the forum i read all the questions and not only that i will use all my energy to get you the information that you want to grow again the link is my 7 slash t-r-i-p-e and today i am super excited to bring you our featured guest melanie barnum so melanie are you ready to inspire? Absolutely. Wonderful. So Melanie Barnum is a psychic medium and a healer. She offers readings, client healing and coaching sessions. She is the author of four books through Loveland Worldwide, as well as a fifth upcoming book, The Pocket Book of Psychic Development. So Melanie, before we begin, tell us a little bit more about you.
2: Sure. My publisher for my books is actually Llewellyn Worldwide. Mm-hmm. And I am, as you said, a psychic medium, and I'm also a certified hypnotist and a reflexologist and a reiki master. I am a life coach and a hypno coach, and I mentor those who are looking to explore or develop their own abilities. I have an office in Ridgefield, Connecticut. And I also work with clients over the phone. Um, I often combine many healing modalities in order to help my clients. This can include Reiki during a hypnosis session or Mm -hmm. Reiki during reflexology or even reflexology during Reiki. I also use meditation in combination with psychic readings or Reiki. Um, Generally, I use all of these like mind, body, spirit healing modalities when I coach or mentor someone. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I've also been practicing for... Almost 20 years professionally. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks a lot for that awesome intro. Melanie, now is the moment where we take a deep dive into some inspiration. So what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how you really apply this quote to your life.
2: Sure. Uh, My favorite quote is and has been for quite a while now. The only real valuable thing is intuition by Albert Einstein. I think that intuition is just such an important gift for everybody, and it's a huge part of our lives. You know, my life changes every day. There's some days when I'm working from home and some days where I'm in my office. Regardless of my day or where I am, everything that I do is influenced by my intuition. Whether it's helping one of my daughters solve a dilemma or figuring out what aisle to walk down in the grocery store, Mm -hmm. I try and utilize my most valuable asset, which is my gut instinct, my intuition. Though I have to admit, I don't always listen to it as often as I should. Intuition, Mm -hmm. um, you know, my psychic abilities and my, my gut instincts help me to tune into clients' needs as well. So obviously if I'm doing readings or mediumship, I tune in. But also if I'm working on them with the goal of some type of personal healing, I'll use my intuition to help guide me to whatever needs to be done to best help them. So whether it's Reiki or reflexology or hypnosis, I let my psychic senses kind of lead the way. And after all, once you get out of your own way, it's so much easier to live intuitively. So again, I think that Albert Einstein said it best when he said the only real valuable thing is intuition.
1: Mm -hmm. Powerful. I have to repeat that once again. So it sinks. The only real valuable thing is is intuition and intuition is what we're going to learn more about today and to be honest i loved what you said we don't always listen to our intuition although it might be telling us something from the back of our minds now uh, mainly i have read that you have a background in accounting I do. and business so how did you first discover your intuitive abilities
2: <laughs> oh well, that's kind of a funny story actually i do have a background in accounting and i was the controller of a company I had left that company to go and open my own children's consignment store, which was a children's store, obviously. And one day when I was home after work one day, I felt like somebody hit me over the head, literally. And I heard the words, you have to do this work now. Well, you know, anybody that's ever had any kind of an intuitive hit for the first time, especially kind of looks around and says, what the heck was that? (laughs) And I am no different. (laughs) So I looked around and I kind of questioned and said, what is that all about? And where did that come from? Mm -hmm. And essentially, you know, I had to listen to what I heard. And again, I heard the words, you have to do this work now. And so I set out to go and learn more because being an accountant, having an accountant background, I was very – kind of a a good balance of both left and right brain. And I knew that I couldn't just go, you know, set up a shingle saying psychic without having some kind of credentials behind me so that people would actually believe that I could do what I said I could do. And I didn't want to go out and rip people off and I didn't want people to feel like they weren't getting their worth. So I set out and began taking every class I could. I studied with, you know, teachers from around the world um, as well as, you know, teachers that are unknown locals and I did everything I possibly could. I sent, or I started offering, um, free sessions to people for probably a year and a half, two years. And I got to the point where I said, you know, I'm ready now. I'm ready to listen to that. You have to do this work now. And I'm ready to go out there and literally hang my shingle and say, you know, Come see me. I'm a professional at this.
1: So you mentioned that you were a controller of a company. You left that to open a children's store. And all of a sudden, you got a voice that said to you, do this work now. And you asked, where did this voice come from? Listeners and action takers, there is power in asking questions. And not only that, there's power in taking action, taking classes, learning from teachers, reading books. Because at the end of the day, everything now, Melanie, for somebody new to the power of intuition, what are some of the benefits of developing your intuitive abilities?
2: Well, that's actually a very interesting question because what aren't the benefits? Mm-hmm. There are so many benefits. Developing your intuition can change your life. Just imagine knowing which job to take or which person to date or whether you can trust someone. All of these things are so much easier when you use your, in, your intuition. You can make better informed decisions that can truly last a lifetime. And you may also be lucky enough to develop a medium ability or a mediumship ability, which means connecting to those who've passed on the other side. And this can bring you a lot of comfort personally, as well as to any other people that are related to or that are friends with the person you're connecting to. You can even become proficient enough to do what I did and change your entire life or at the very least change your career. Uh, Reiki can also help you to heal And it can help, you know, the basic physical ailments like random aches or pains. But it can also go deeper and help disease. It can also help you relax or de-stress just on a regular basis. And once you've begun a personal healing journey, it decreases the negativity in your life. And you begin to resonate more towards positive energy and people who are positive. Um, You know, developing your intuition also helps you to manifest And manifestation is a big natural byproduct when you tap into the universe and manifesting an abundance of positivity in all areas of your life can prove never ending when you're developing your intuition. Imagine having better relationships or getting a better job or even better yet discovering a career that doesn't even feel like work because you love it so much. And what about feeling healthy enough to do everything you want from walking up the stairs to running a marathon or even dancing the whole night with your best friends? And how about... Being financially secure, not having to worry about money can add years to your life. By merely tuning into the energy of the universe and opening your intuition or receiving some kind of Reiki or healing energy, you can create a life that you love so much different than where so many people are today. And after all, the greatest long-term benefit is loving life, right? So developing your intuition, opening up to the universe's energy to heal, enjoying yourself and those around you. And just feeling one with the universe and feeling connected to those that you love and those that love you. So, you know, trying to put a cap or a, a cork on the benefits of using your intuition would be like trying to put a cork in a waterfall. You can't do it because the benefits are endless.
1: Wonderful. Now, a lot of us have seen the movie called The Secret, right? Where they talk about manifestation and attracting the quality that you really want in your life, like the law of attraction, right? So is it possible really to manifest or attract anything you want? Or are there any misconceptions related to manifestation?
2: Uh, There's not really any misconceptions related to manifestation other than you can't manifest things. So Mm -hmm. if you look at manifestation as a general kind of overview of just asking for what you want. Yeah. There's definitely different levels of manifesting. Um, I always yeah. tell people, you know, you can ask for whatever you want. You may not get it, but you can ask right. for whatever you want. And usually if it's within, you know, something that That it works for you in this moment of your life. You're going to get it. And I can give you a great example. And I think I talk about this in one of my books. Um, The Steady Way to Greatness is a lot to do with manifestation and using Mm -hmm. your intuition to manifest. And when I owned my children's consignment store, I decided that I wanted to sell it because I had already started doing this work, this intuitive work. And I said, you know, I'm not going to put any ads out. I'm not going to do that. This is what I want. I want a seller or a buyer who's going to come in, who's going to love the store as I did because I built it from scratch. Mm-hmm. I want to get a fair price for it and I want it, want it to happen by a certain date. And then I did mm-hmm. nothing. And everybody said, how could you do nothing if you want this to happen? And I said, well, I'm going to believe that it's going to happen. And so then everybody said, oh, you have to hang up a flyer at least. So I put a flyer up on the window and it had all the pertinent information. Mm-hmm. About a month passed. And by then a couple people had approached me and asked me about it. And essentially it didn't feel right. And I told them, no, you know, I'm going to keep, keep the store for a while. And then an old friend that I hadn't seen in many, many years stopped in one day and said, Hey, my mom and I just happened to have lunch. And she asked me if I knew anything about your store and if you were willing to sell it because she wants to buy it. Mm -hmm. And I said, Oh, well, that's interesting. Did you see the flyer? And she said, no, my mom just approached me. I had no idea that you even Mm -hmm. had a store. And sure enough. She wanted it. She loved it. She bought it for a fair price. It closed before I needed to close it and everything worked out absolutely perfectly. And it was with no nothing other than my wish to manifest it. So I truly believe that you can manifest anything. You just have to believe so that you can receive it
1: hmm. That's that's really an inspiring story. So for somebody listening to the show right now who has a dream, a vision or something that they want to achieve. Right. Uh, so it's in their mind right now. What next? Uh, are there any steps that you would want them to follow in terms of attracting that particular wish closer?
2: Absolutely. I mean, the first thing you have to do is believe that it's a possibility. Sure. Right. And then you have to ask for it. You have to ask the universe to provide it for you. Now, one of the things I also tell people all the time is, you may have to participate in the manifestation process. But that doesn't mean that you should sit there and, and worry every single day whether you're gonna get what you're asking for, you know, that you should sure. keep asking for it. But if if you asked for a new car and somebody calls you up and says, Hey, my brother's getting rid of a car, you know, he's selling it really cheap, then pay attention to that. <laughs> Don't just say, No, 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 <laughs> you know, the universe is gonna give me a car. Pay attention to the little nudges that you get and then let it go. Just let it go. And the universe will work in a way that, you know, hopefully you'll recognize and you'll be able to participate in the receiving of that manifestation.
1: Wonderful. So there you go, listeners and action takers from today onwards, wherever you're going, whether you're in the shopping mall or whether you're with your kids or out on the beach, pay attention to the nudges that you get. Now, Melanie, one of the ways in which you help your clients is that you tap or tune in to their aura or energy field. Firstly, what is an aura or energy field?
2: Well, we all all living creatures have an energy field, and it's the it's known as the aura. And the aura is kind of the ethereal, um, energetic field that surrounds us. And our aura can be expanded and kind of pushed out more into the world, or it can be sucked sure. back in depending on our, you know, our feelings or how we're doing that day. And our aura also changes throughout the day and throughout the minute even. Um, it's kind mm-hmm. of a an ever flowing source of life. It's like our chi our, our or our ki or however you want to pronounce it, um, the prana, mm-hmm. the energy of life that, you know, kind of circles around us. And when you start to tune in, People and to the energy of the universe, you know, many many people are lucky enough to start to see the aura around people. And when you know, I do readings, and when I see readings being done, I can sometimes see the energy of both people joining together, almost reaching for each other, which is a very very cool thing. And you know, within that energy, it kind of holds all the information about us.
1: Wonderful. No. Taking this further, you also talk about the psychic or mental debris that may have manifested in physical discomfort or disease. How does it happen?
2: Well, you know, we all hold on to things that we don't want to hold on to. And if, if we have any type of negative emotions or negative thoughts... Those can interfere with our bodies and our that includes our our mind, body, and spirit, our physical bodies, our ethereal bodies, our metaphysical bodies. Um, so when we have negativity, it can develop into disease or it can develop into joint pain or it can develop into a stomach ache. Um, you know when you discount your gut instincts on a continual basis, you may start begin to have. Uh, stomach ache because, you know, you, you may feel yourself kind of holding your gut a lot because you're discounting and not listening to what's going on. Um, and, you know, it's we're, it's all connected. So the actual kind of manifestation of negative debris in your body can be cleared. So you know, if we manifest this negativity because we're holding on to something negative, whether we're, it's because we're having a bad day, we're mad at somebody or we feel worthless or we feel hope, you know hopeless, um we're able to kind of move that negativity around once we start changing that idea.
1: So let's say a person listening to the show right now has deep down, understood that they might have some mental debris or some negative energy that might have collected over the months, over the years, because of various situations, because of a job, maybe or a business or a relationship. Uh, And they, you know, go in for a session along with you. What does that look like? Uh, How long does it last? And uh, uh, what is the process like?
2: Um, Well, it depends. You know, I offer a bunch of different services. So it really depends on what they come in for, what they want. If they're particularly coming in to try and clear out any negativity, then we may do a Reiki session um, or we Mm -hmm. may do a reflexology session. Usually, though, people that come to see me, they want a reading because they kind of want to know why that negativity is there. So I may use a combination of things. And if it's an ongoing process, you know. When you think about how long something takes to build up inside of you, yeah. then you, you can start to understand or appreciate how long it may take to start to get rid of it. So, you know, for some people, it's not an instant gratification where they walk out of the office within an hour, totally healed, 100% better. Of course. You know, for some people, it's going to take a couple sessions. So when that happens and it's something in particular that they want to work on, then I do something called mentoring where... You know, they can come in and I can teach them about what's going on. Um, or I do coaching, which also can provide some hypnosis work to to help to clear that. Um, even some past life hypnosis, which helps to, you know, relieve your body, mind and spirit of any negativity that you've carried over from a previous life that no longer belongs there, um, that a lot of people hold on to. And, you know, we can also do, like I said, some readings to see what's going on in their life and what may be causing them the stress often if we figure out what the trigger is, then we're able to kind of release that negativity. But I have to say the one thing that I always start a session like that with, um, that I would always start that type of session, if you came in specifically looking to clear some negative energy out of your body, um, I would do a meditation. I would do a guided, relaxed meditation where I would kind of, you know, start with um, roots coming out of your feet, going down Deep into the center of the earth to ground you. And that earth's energy moves up all the way through your chakras, your energy centers, your kind of spiritual batteries throughout your body, and clears out any negativity or debris that no longer belongs to you, no longer is necessary to to carry. And usually, by doing that meditation, and obviously, I just kind of explained it, I didn't really do it just now. Um, But by doing that meditation, it usually allows the client to visualize and start dumping the stuff that no longer belongs there. And they feel more refreshed and lighter than ever before.
1: So listeners, as Melanie mentioned, a lot of people, the first step for them is that reading so that they get to know why that. Negativity is there, and then depending on uh, what solution you're looking for, based on Melanie's assessment, there are different things that you could go through, like Reiki or meditation and things like that. And I'm not sure if you've gone through a chakra guided meditation in the past, but when you do that, when you experience it, somebody is guiding you into imagining your energy centers within your body you feel much better automatically. So I would recommend you to experience a chakra guided meditation if you haven't already. Now, Melanie, I know that you're also into remote viewing, a word that really intrigued me. What is remote viewing?
2: Um, Well, remote viewing or coordinate remote viewing is a program that was developed by the United States government um, in conjunction with its military. And it was pretty much an answer to Russia's claim that they were using psychic spies. Sure. Uh, And this was back in the 60s. So in the 1960s, the U.S. government decided that they were going to set out to prove or disprove whether psychic ability was real, whether you could develop some type of psychic awareness or some kind of awareness that would allow you to move to a, a space that was distant in both space and in time. And gather data. Wow. And so remote viewing essentially was this program where they did that and they they proved uh, its worth and kept it secret for quite a long time until I believe it was the 80s where they mm-hmm. kind of said, OK, yeah, we were doing this and then kind of shut it down. So everybody that heard them say that kind of said, wait, what was that? And then never heard about it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a specific protocol where they, they don't necessarily want you to say the word psychic when using it um, because that's not really a scientific word. But it was a program that was developed by the Stanford Research Institute. And again, they were able to prove that um, we were able to travel to, you know, distantly in time and space from wherever we were and that it worked really well based on this specific protocol.
1: So do you also teach some of your clients uh, remote viewing or?
2: Uh, Yeah, I've done remote viewing classes in the past. I teach a lot, a lot of different modalities, pretty much anything people want to know. As long as I can put together a class where there's enough interest, then I'll definitely do that. I think that, you know, anybody that wants to learn, um, and has a desire to learn should be given the opportunity. And I love it when people are excited and when people are open and when people open up for the first time, that's just an awesome feeling. So Nice. So we spoke about the
1: US military setting off to prove or disprove whether psychic abilities really exist. But for somebody at home, somebody listening to the show right now, what are some of the practical benefits of learning to remote view?
2: Well, learning to remote view is... Kind of very similar to learning to be psychic, except that remote viewing uses specific protocol. As I said, so anybody that's got kind of a scientific slant or a more rational slant, which is one of the reasons actually that I went into the remote viewing, because I had that need, that desire to figure out what was behind my psychic abilities. True, and you know. It, It works with quantum physics. I mean, it gets really scientific. So anybody that was interested in remote viewing that didn't necessarily have a natural psychic talent might be able to use remote viewing um, and its procedures and its process easier than just trying to sit down and meditate and tune in.
1: So Melanie, you've provided us with a lot of information so far. Now, in order to experiment or to experience a shift, even the smallest shift. Is there a health tip that you could share with us with our action takers today?
2: You know, th- this is going to be a sound like a pretty grand statement, but it really encompasses so much. Take care of yourself, get enough sleep, eat healthily, breathe deeply, meditate every day. I'm not saying that you have to become a monk and say om all day long. But You can meditate by connecting to the energy of the earth. You know, like I said before, just imagine the roots coming out of the bottoms of your feet and attaching to the center of the earth. Let that earth's energy rise up through and into your body, through the soles of your feet, cleaning and clearing out any debris that no longer serves you. You can also allow that energy to continue moving up through your chakras and out the top of your head or your crown chakra. And visualize that energy falling all around you like a waterfall, charging you and refreshing you and getting you ready for the day or the night to come. Allow the energy to flow through you and around you to help you connect to the universe and everything you need to know to help you tune into your intuition and to better heal you. At the very least, take at least two minutes a day to focus on your breath. It will really, really help you relax and open you up to positive energy. And, you know, finally, probably one of the most beneficial health tips that you can have is to just know to give thanks for everything you have by saying thank you every day to the universe, to anybody that you're praying to, whatever it is, whoever it is. Just give thanks. And by giving thanks, you're setting yourself up to be positive for the rest of the day. And you're also setting yourself up for more of a positive abundance to come into your life.
1: Mm -hmm. So thanks a lot for those health tips. It's so important to just give thanks, to just be grateful, to just maybe write down something that you're grateful for, especially if you're facing a challenge, because it might seem difficult at the start, But if you just start writing, you feel better and all of a sudden, things start to get better as well because Wayne Dyer said, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at begin to change as well. So thanks a lot, Melanie. All of which I need to know, all of which I need to know will be revealed to me. This is a wonderful quote by Louise Hay and this quote was contributed by one of our daring and determined action takers, Monica from Walnut Creek in sunny California. Action takers, if you know of a powerful quote or thought that would really motivate our listeners who might be going through a challenge, join our Facebook group as I shared earlier, my 7 tribe. Share your quote with us and get a shout out on air. Be a part of the experience. The link is my7chakras.com T-R-I-B-E. And with that, Melanie, we have reached the challenge round. Listeners, think about it. What if you could ask somebody about a major challenge that they faced and ask them what they have learned from it? Do you think you can apply some of those life lessons in your life too? And that's exactly what we've been doing over the last 75 episodes. 75 episodes, 75 life lessons that you can learn from and become wiser. Isn't it powerful? And here comes 76. Melanie, take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge. What were you feeling at that instant? And then how did you overcome it?
2: Oh, well, this is kind of a, an easy question, but a difficult question. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of the major challenges in my life is one that a lot of other people face as well. When my mom died, you know, I grew up without a father and we lost both of my husband's parents very young. So my mom followed soon after that and she had been my best friend. It really was terrible. And I wasn't sure that I'd be able to get past the loss because, again, as I said, she was my best friend. But I realized that by giving thanks for her having been here and for believing that we're all connected and that life does go on and that there is an afterlife, I was able to understand that she really is always here. And she's helping me with my kids and helping me in my marriage and other relationships and helping me with my work. And, you know, she's also helping me heal other people. And she was a nurse, so I'm able to call upon her for her healing skills. And she's also helping me to deliver messages um, through me to my clients. You know, I miss her terribly, but I know she'll always be there for me. So having that major challenge of losing, you know, my confidant, my best friend, my mom, the one that, you know, was number one for me for so long, um, I was able to overcome that by believing in the possibility that there is life after this lifetime and believing that we are intuitive and our intuition can open up and connect us to the other side and believing that, you know, it's all about love. So as long as I keep that love in my heart, I will always be connected to her. Like I said, I think that there's a lot of people out there that have that same challenge. And they too can, you know, can know once you, once you begin believing that, you know, we're all part of the same universe and we're all connected and that it does go on, then the challenge gets a little less difficult.
1: So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson that our listeners can take away from your story?
2: Well, you know, I think that what your mind believes, your body can achieve. And that's kind of another quote that I definitely believe in. And we're capable of so much more than we're taught. You know, we grow up going to school and we, we learn all the basics, but we're just, there's so much more to life. And we all have a natural ability to utilize the universe's energy, to connect to our intuition for ourselves and for others and to heal ourselves and others. So just believing in the possibility is the first step to accomplishing everything and anything. So believing in the possibility and loving yourself. We're all here to learn to love and to love each other. So we need to believe in that. And I think that that is probably the number one lesson. um, And the number one lesson that I've learned throughout my entire professional psychic career is that it's all about love. And once you can reach that point, mm-hmm. then you're able to connect.
1: So action takers, there is life after this lifetime, because as someone once put it, we're not humans having a spiritual experience, but spirits having a human experience. So thanks a lot for sharing this story with us. I know going back to a challenging moment in the past can be really, really hard. And for that, we salute you. hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Now, keynote speaker and thought leader, Simon Sinek, encourages people to ask why before doing anything in life. This round is about your why, because when you figure out your why, you're in a better position to figure out your life's mission, your purpose, or your true calling. So, Melanie, have you found your life's true calling? And if yes, what is your life's calling?
2: I have. I've been lucky enough to have found my calling. Um, But it's kind of twofold. To be a mom is the first. That was my first calling and still is. And second is to give professional readings and to teach others how to tap into their own gifts. Um, This happens through mentoring and personal healings, intuitive guidance, and writing my books. I always say I never have to work because I love what I do. For me, it's like I get paid to psychically play. I'm not trying to devalue the work that I do or anybody else does, but it's just so exciting and I'm so excited by it that it more often than not just feels great. So yes, I have found my true calling and I think that it'll continue to grow and continue to morph as I develop further.
1: And Melanie, we can sense and we can feel your excitement as well because (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's so true. If you love, what you do. Listeners, you would never have to work. Millie, so looking back now, was there ever a moment in time, let's call it a magic moment, when you knew for the first time that this is what you were meant to do? Take us back to that moment.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, as I said before, after I felt that kind of metaphysical hit over the head and I heard the words, you need to do this work now, I set out to learn. And I think the first time that I ever had a major psychic hit was way back when I was first studying, when I got something that there was no way I could have known about, that someone was able to validate for me. I was at a class with James Van Prague, who is a pretty, uh, you know, a pretty popular and worldwide medium. And we were at a holistic learning institute called Omega, which is in New York. And I was there with about 400 other students. I volunteered after the long weekend of practicing with other like-minded students to go on stage and to try and do some mediumship to talk to someone that had passed. I immediately began talking about someone who had passed as a baby. Now, many people in the room stood up, possibly claiming the reading. I had the initial S, and I told the group that whoever was related to this baby had just forgotten about them. So some people sat down. I then told them that they were bringing us together for a reason. I told the side of the the left side of the room to sit down and I told the middle of the room to sit down. I knew it wasn't for them. But then to the right of the room, all of the re, the people that remained standing up, I also told to sit down. Cuz I just knew, I felt that the one person it was for was not standing. So I reiterated all the information including also that the baby had been an accident and that he was their brother who had been born when the person I was reading for was around eighteen years old. So I looked right at a woman who I believed the message was for, and slowly, almost incredulously, she stood up. She had forgotten about her brother. It had been so long ago, and he was only a day old when he was born. And when he I mean when he died. So Stephen, the S name, had been born to her mother in accidental pregnancy when the person I was reading for was eighteen. And she admitted that during the meditation we had done to meet our deceased loved ones right before I took the stage, that she had forgotten all about, including Stephen. Even better, I learned that afterwards, that the reason he brought us together was because I was doing my first ever psychic fair the following weekend. And the person that was running it was there with the person I was reading for, taking the class. So she was able to introduce me to her, and I felt so much better afterwards, and I wasn't scared anymore to do my first psychic fair. That's when I was hooked. I knew that with that psychic hit, with that information that flowed through, and with the validation coming from the woman, I knew that I'd found my calling. That was it. That was the first major hit.
1: Well, that is really an inspiring story. So thanks a lot for sharing. And this brings us to the final round, which is called the wisdom round, which, by the way, is my favorite round. This round consists of four questions that need four nuggets of wisdom. Sound like a plan? Sure. Sounds good. Great. I know that uh, many people may have shared advice with you over the years, but what is the best advice you've ever received?
2: The best advice I've ever received, especially regarding psychic readings, is to give what you get. Trust the information you receive and don't ever censor anything. Whatever messages you receive for someone else are not for you, so don't try and figure them out. Instead, just trust that they will indeed mean something to the person you're reading for. When you censor it, you're discounting what could potentially mean the world to someone else. For example, um, one day I was doing a reading for somebody in my office and I received the image of an elephant had absolutely no idea why it was so random and so out of the blue, but I went ahead and I said it. I told her elephant. I said, I don't know why I'm saying it, but elephant it meant everything to my client because before her father had died, they had talked about using the word elephant to let her know that he was there during any reading that she would have to let her know that he was there connecting with her. And if I had censored that, if I hadn't said elephant to her, she never would have believed that her father was really visiting her in spirit. She would think that her father was not there. So that's huge. Give what you get, trust what you receive and don't censor it.
1: Now, Aristotle once said, we are what we repeatedly do. So what is that one personal habit that contributes to your overall health and wellness?
2: Um, again, I have to say that it's using my intuition. You know, whether you consider it a personal habit or a necessity or even a luxury, it's something that's an integral part of your well-being. Um, second-guessing your choices or even worse, not following your gut will always make you feel as though there's something wrong. It can make you uneasy and can even make you nervous. It can also give you the feeling that something's missing from your life, and you could spend days, even weeks, looking to no avail. I get a lot of clients that come in saying, I'm missing something in my life. But when you do, actually tune into your intuition. When you actually use your intuition, it's like swimming downstream, being carried with the current easily and gently, instead of fighting and swimming upstream. So use your intuition.
1: Huge So, Melanie, taking this thought forward, what is your morning ritual like?
2: Uh, You know, I don't really have a morning ritual because every day is different. My schedule is very flexible. Um, But I usually begin every morning by waking up with my daughter and driving her to school. And then depending on where I'm heading next, I'll either do like a quick meditation at home and begin writing. Or I will meditate again before a phone session if I'm having a phone session that morning. Um, If I'm going into my office, I pretty much do the same thing. I'll do a quick meditation before each client session. And, you know, meditation in some form plays a part of every day in my life. Even if it's only focusing on my breathing to relax and ground myself, it really does help me to have greater clarity in the day to come.
1: Mm -hmm. Name a book that has had a huge impact on your life.
2: (laughs) Well, of course, I have to say my books. (laughs) You know, I would be remiss if I didn't say any one of my books. Um, And, you know, one of the reasons is because my books really do uh, not only share who I am, but they share, you know, all types of information um, and stories to help explain concepts as well as exercises so you can experience things hands on. Um, My book of psychic symbols helps you learn about energy and intuition and symbolic messages Uh, My second book, The Steady Way to Greatness, teaches you about manifesting your own personal greatness while using your intuition. My third book, Psychic Abilities for Beginners, is just that. It's a book that teaches you to tune into all the different types of psychic gifts. And my fourth book, Psychic Vision, shows you how to use your psychic sight or clairvoyance as well as what we talked about earlier, um, remote viewing the way that the government taught our secret psychic spies to tune in. And finally, my upcoming book is um, the pocket book to psychic development, which is pretty much exactly what the title implies. Now, obviously if I had to pick a different author and a different book, (laughs) um, Sonia Choquette Mm -hmm. really has some good stuff out there. She Uh, was one of the first people that I really felt drawn to. And she has some good kind of beginning stuff, but she also goes pretty deep. And, you know, she's got a whole bunch of books out there. Um, But, you know, I definitely recommend some of her earlier works. And, you know, they're good for people who kind of want to learn what it's all
1: about. If you had to recommend any initial book, something basic that somebody can start with, is there a name that pops out?
2: yeah definitely Sonia choquette um I also really enjoyed brian Weiss's books Brian Weiss uh, wrote books about past life regression um and how he kind of stumbled on it he was a uh, i believe he's a medical doctor he's a therapist or psycho a psychologist and he kind of stumbled on um doing past life regression work and he's huge in the field uh, I believe his first book is many lives many masters and um, it's not necessarily about learning how to do it, but it's about learning how it works and kind of learning, you know, about somebody's experience going through past life regression. And, you know, in turn, it also kind of carries through into the whole life beyond where we are now and how it all kind of connects to our intuition. Mm-hmm.
1: So action takers to access the show notes, visit my7chakras.com slash five. And in case you found this episode inspiring, please share this episode on social media, maybe Facebook or Twitter, because every action counts. We need to reach 1 million people and you have a major role in that. The link is my7chakras.com. That's 7 as an S-E-V-E-N, my7chakras.com slash 75 in digits. So Melanie, it was great having you on our show today. Right before you go, tell us one thing that you're totally grateful for and then tell us the best way we can find you.
2: Okay. I am totally grateful that I have had the opportunity to meet so many incredible people by doing the work that I do. I am so incredibly grateful that I'm able to help people and able to assist people. Um, I'm grateful that I received an email recently That somebody randomly came across one of my books and picked it up and started reading it and it changed her whole life to the point where she literally the week before was ready to commit suicide and just knowing that there was more to life and that there was there was a reason that we're here and that there was, you know, so much more to be tapped into and that she wasn't going crazy because she was feeling these intuitive vibes, um, had saved her life literally. And so I am so incredibly grateful that I'm able to share my work and what I love with so many people and that, you know, I can help them. And by helping them, I'm also helping me and continuing to learn myself. So you can reach me at my website, which is MelanieBarnum.com. So Melanie So M E L A N I E. B-A-R-N-U-M dot com and it pretty much has um, all that I do and all that I offer and all of my books are listed on there as well and feel free to check it out and reach out.
1: So action takers we're going to have this link in the show notes as well so in case you would like to learn more about how to develop your intuitive abilities irrespective of how much experience you have right now go to M-E-L-A-N-I-E D-A-R-N-U-M.com, and there you can learn more. So Melanie, thank you so much for coming on our show, enlightening us about the power of intuition and taking us one leap closer to a human revolution.
2: Thank you, Edit. Yes, yeah, so much. It was a pleasure.
0: You're listening to my seven chakras. Go to my S E V E N Download your free gift, get inspired and take action. Transform your life today.